Yeah, that's so, uh, after watching a game like that and seeing TCU just destroyed, and you say, "Yeah, that's the team that uh, sent Mister Harbaugh out on the field looking for another job again." Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of the tough part, and it's like, okay, now, ooh, wait a minute, we're getting all kinds of phone calls. People want to hear the opening again. All right, hang on a second. I'll give you 21 seconds worth of the opening. Ready? people that wanted to hear it again there you go you heard it again um oh okay there there you go there we touched all the bases all right so now for those people that are upset that uh that the michigan coach is going to go away somewhere boo-hoo you know i mean he might go away he might until he gets nailed until people tell him, no, seriously, you're an idiot. Well, the, th- the, the first thing is he needs to learn how to actually conduct an interview. Yeah. Uh, we, he was, went off to Minnesota last year, and he thought he had the job in hand. By the time he got done, they didn't want to see him again. Well, you, you know he's a strange duck. That's all there is to it, in well, our opinion, of course. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> But, I mean, coming with a strange duck gives you strange kind of things, you know, like winning. Okay, he's unconventional, but, you know, when the money's on the line, remember, Harbaugh did not do anything well until they said, look, here's your second contract, here's your bottom line base pay, but you got all kinds of incentives. All of a sudden, maybe it was just luck, but all of a sudden, he started winning like crazy. But then again, he's got... um, a schedule, even a schedule coming up next year, which is going to give you diabetes. I mean, it's nothing, yeah. but nothing but cupcakes. <laughs> nothing, you know. Okay, so now you're going to go sponge cake all the way down. <laughs> sponge cake would be absolutely some substance next to all this stuff. You know what that is? Right. It, it's kind of like that that uh, strudel stuff, that that white stuff in a packet. You know, it looks like wad. You know, that you just, like, cut all over your stuff there, you know, and, and all the women go, mmm, delicious. You know, that's basically what their schedule is. It's wide in a bag, you know, but the tasty style. It's like, okay, how many more times are you guys going to play? And, and we've talked about this for, all oh, how long now, Kenny? You know, MSU or MMU of M always has the cupcake schedule. The Shrine of the Little Flowers, you know, the Sister of the Blind. And then they're like, wow, look at them. They're 7-0. Oh. Well, you think? 
Huh. You know, and then, because remember, think about it, where you have U of M playing. Remember the biggest game that they had in the beginning was uh, playing Hawaii at night? Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, and so they could, like, show off to the Rainbow Warriors or whatever they are right now. You yeah. know? I mean, Hawaii knew they didn't have a snowballs, but hey, thanks for the check. Okay. And so as long as U of M is handing out, you know, free money to, you know, shrine a little flower, then fine, we'll take it. We know we're going to get stomped, but thanks for the cash, man. That really helps buy more uniforms for our team. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, the, game, that's the game that they play. They bring the uh, the weaklings in, they step on them and kick them around for a while, and then they send them on their way with, uh, with a nice payday. Yeah. And everybody knows that. That's not nothing... There's no secret to it. No, not at all. No, and, and it's like somehow, some way, U of M people get all excited and they run to Meyer and they buy the hat for forty percent off and stuff, you know, and because they go, "Wee, look at us, we're seven and zero." Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, how many times are you going to play? Um, I don't know. Start with any. Well, I was going to say any Big Ten team would start with the letter I, but. Eh, Illinois put up a little bit of a fight. Iowa put up a little bit of a fight. You know, okay, now what? Now are you going to start playing, paying your players, Michigan? Well, I doubt that. No. They're going to stay there and you know, extend that middle finger out for all to see, and you know, their coach is going to leave, and you know, it's just it's it's the whole. Um, institutional arrogance is what it yeah. boils down to. We're going to do it. And we're going to do it our way, and you know, the hell with the world. And, you know, again and again and again, they keep stubbing their toe. You know, but again, if you look at the standard of excellence that the Michigan program has maintained over the years, the uh, the bowl record that uh, it all shines so brightly, the national championships. Yep. And the uh, national championships, yeah, just, you know, that, that stellar high, the, the highest standards in the land, even higher than the sports authorities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, uh, where they, that's where they plant their flag. Well, you kind of go, how many, you know, what did you win under Bo? Seriously, what did you win? You know, no Nothing. national acclaim. Who cares? You know, so, yeah. you know, and everybody, Bo, he was the greatest. <clears throat> Why? Seriously, what what makes him have his own wing, have his own building, have his own statue? What what was it with him? I mean, if you think you have to go down a couple more years before, you know, you get a guy that won a co-championship, and the best he got was a fucking tunnel named after him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. I mean, how bad do you feel? You know? <laughs> it's like, go U of M, you know? I mean, you know what, John? It's, it's, the, it's the best tunnel in college football. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tunnel that people go in there and they have high emotions and they kick people and they punch people and, you know, but there's only one because we can't afford to have two. You know, Jesus, how much, how much did the Big Ten get or the B.I.G. get? 
you know, for, from TV alone. Do you think somehow, some way in the big house, you guys could find your way to make another tunnel? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, if you're paying your coach millions of dollars a year, and I mean, I think he's like, what, top 10, top 8? You know, yeah, he's right up there. Can you divert a million bucks and make a tunnel? Well, you know, they've been going through that tunnel for decades, and there's never been any problem until this year. Okay, there's a problem then, you know. It's like uh, Hamburg, Michigan didn't have crime until somebody stole a Snickers bar, you know. So now, take a look. I mean, if somebody did steal a Snickers bar, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, so there you go. All right, so not impressed with that. Not impressed with, and we were talking about this earlier today. How many times with this college playoff business has the final game been worth a damn? And I'll go back all the way to MSU, you yeah. know. It goes back a long time, doesn't it? Yeah, because we are trying to figure out, you know, beforehand there was that mystical, you know, overall title. Uh, of yeah. the best in, in the land, which was still up to debate. And this one, it always seems like uh, somehow, some way, two and three chew on each other. And so it's like a one and four matchup. And it's like, look out, Georgia. Man, if you're Nick Saban, you're like calling on the phones right now. You're calling in all your markers right now. Huh. I mean, you're going to have Georgia beat you back to back? What? Okay. You know, you could have, you know, Alabama was a machine. But then again, if you think about it, Kenny, how many people from Alabama are drafted every year? The whole team? Nope. Pretty pretty close to it. Nope. No, I mean, really, nope. think about how many first-rounders, I mean, top five picks come out of Arkansas or come out of Alabama. We'll wait. It's just like how many U of M quarterbacks come out. We'll wait. Okay. And it gives you an idea because it used to be that, you know, for a while their Michigan quarterbacks were coming out pretty regularly to the uh, NFL. And uh, Thank you, Mr. Greasy. That dried, that dried up, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think, was it Mr. Greasy who was last that got drafted? I mean, obviously there was other ones, but they were drafted way, way, way down. I was going to say Chad Henney afterward, but uh, I remember where he, uh, put the intern on that one to see where he was drafted. Yeah, but see, you can trot out, you know, our, our fine friend from, you know, Tampa, you know, to to say, okay, great, here's a here's a U of M guy, and look how long he is, and look how many rings he's got. Okay, in the meantime, in the tween time that he's been in the NFL, how many other Michigan quarterbacks went to the NFL and won anything? I hear yeah, the uh, yeah, interns yeah. over there. Yeah, there's not been that many. Uh, I remember, what did Todd Collins do? I, that's a name that... Yeah, everybody thought he could see was a dash rip rock and all that stuff, and... You know, he he was uh, he was a tall guy. I mean, he kind of came out like Brady. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was. 
everything you kind of wanted in, in a quarterback, and we're kind of going, okay, now what? So, yeah, I mean, it was it, as, as much as it was, you got – you had more chance of getting a running back coming out of Michigan during that time than you got anything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I see that the intern is still looking hard, digging up that information on that Cray 2 computer that we have running around in the background there. Yeah, the uh, Todd Collins, I looked it up. He didn't really amount to much of anything. No, he didn't. Not at all. And he was like the prototypical Michigan quarterback. Tall, dark-haired guy, kind of, you know, dash rip-rocky looking and yeah. mediocre. Yeah. You know, I wish I'd get a different name for mediocre. It reminds me of saying tapioca. However, <laughs> um, there isn't any. Maybe Chad Henning. Yeah, you're right. But Chad Henning went where to? You know, I he don't. He went to Miami, if I recall. He was a second round pick. Yeah, and uh, did what, though? I don't remember. Yeah, I was going to say. He didn't, he didn't do much at Michigan either, so that's no. not unusual. No, and, huh. but they were crying to have him, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, he was a guy that when he came out, there were so, so, the hopes for him were so high at Michigan, and yeah. it just never, he never quite got there. No, no, he never did. And then you go back to. Our fine gentleman who could have been a quarterback, or he could have played third base with the Yankees, or he could have played. And it's like, yeah, okay. And how well did that all turn out? Didn't. Yeah, no, not at all. So, again, it, it's kind of in line with every single B.I.G. Uh, quarterback. You know, don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait all you want in Chicago, boys. Although there's flashes and blashes. And congratulations, Chicago, for taking the number one overall. You know? <laughs> yes, you earned it. Yeah, you did because Texas, the, <laughs> the Texans, did such a Lions move. You know? Didn't they, though? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, look, it's we're first place. We're, we're going to first overall, first overall. Damn it, we won. Don't win again. Damn it, we won again. All right, so let's see. That screwed our number one overall. That fired. We have, a, we have an update, John. We have a quick update on the Red Wings. Yes. From Debbie. From Debbie. Oh. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're winning three to nothing. Sunquist. Maybe we Sunquist should scored. So three nothing. Should have Debbie from uh, Cincinnati, uh, Michigan. There. That's play by play. Down at the yeah. Little Caesars, you know, and up there in Tier B, having some popcorn and a Frankfurger. There you go. Thanks, Deb. Keep those eagle eyes going. It cost CK a pretty penny to get those tickets up there, but you're worth it. There you go. By the way, uh, for those who don't know, Sue Martin's birthday today. 27. Yay. Yeah, there you go. All right. We birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, there you go. Now she's coming around before I wouldn't be her pal. And now, happy birthday wishes. So there you go. All right, so got that rocking and rolling, that rocking and rolling. Talk about rocking and rolling. Take a look at the Honolulu Blue. All right. Yes. Do it for three years, and I'll be more convinced. This year, I have seen the Silver Rush. I have the Another One Bites the Dust by Spider-Man Allen. You know, I got all those things where we're going to be next year. Don't you wait. We have Kenny. There you go. We got momentum going into next year. 
You know, one thing I do want to say, though, yep. if you're a Lions fan, you've been following this team for the last, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 50 years, whatever. Yeah. Don't you feel a little sad used at this point? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you're in the moment and you're enjoying this. And yep. Doesn't wipe away 50 years, 60 years of shit? Absolute garbage. Crap management. Okay. This has been a long time that you people have been going out and supporting the boys, right? And you've got... Forking the money over to watch the garbage that they've been shoveling out at you. You went through a season where they went 0-16 before 0-16 was cool. (laughs) Before everybody was doing it, yeah. (laughs) Who brought bozos in here to run this team like Matt frickin' Millen, Daryl frickin' Rogers, Marty Morningwig? I could go on and on and on, okay, year after year after year. Now you get a sniff of it. You get a taste of it. You say, this is what everybody else in the league has enjoyed Forever. And that we have never seen before. Yeah. You know what? We're going to take a, a rubber stamp. We're going to put it on your forehead. It says sucker. You yeah. shouldn't feel happy. You should feel happy for what you saw, but you should feel embarrassed that you accepted less than this before. Well, figure it for this For a long time. But this way too, Kenny. How look at how everybody is rushing out getting Lions gear right now and saying, "Here we go, here we go." May we remind you that you finished with a nine and eight record. That makes you one one win over mediocre. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what, John? In this town over the last half dozen years, that's pretty it. damn good. Yep. We'll take it, yeah. Uh, where Where is your other plus 500 team coming from next? Well, Look around. According to Debbie, it's going to be the Wings. Yeah, at least tonight. Yeah, today's the oh, turnaround. It's 3-1 three, it's three to one now. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> Here it comes. Who's in goal? Yeah. Can can Debbie go down to the ice ice level and see who's playing goal for Detroit? Yeah, we got Huso out there. Really? Yeah. They figured that Hellberg was good enough with that Maple Leafs game? Yeah, the hell with that, huh? Yikes. Yeah, but the boys were playing back-to-back, you know? Okay, they lost yeah. back-to-back. When, when were they holding back? I mean... They look good yeah. for that first, but dear Detroit Red Wings, you will not do anything with Larkin as your as your captain. Won't. He's not <laughs> no, captain back, material. Back, back, back to the Lions. Sure. Okay. One other thing. There are no guarantees. No. I mean, looks pretty good from this vantage point, right? Yeah. But it's kind of funny. Things can go wrong. Okay. Uh, like quarterback injuries. I mean, you I mean, you don't know what's going to happen going forward. And, uh, you know, you're celebrating now because better days are ahead. Well, better days may be ahead. But there's no guarantees. Yeah, we, so we'll have to wait and see. 
I like the fact that now the Detroit scribes are going, oh, Detroit's finally found the quarterback. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. You know, if you think that Goff is going to be your quarterback of the future, put down your pens, walk to the bathroom, shut the door, put your head in the toilet. It doesn't work. He's not that good. And the funny thing is, and we did have to laugh, is because Green Bay in that last game did so many lion-esque moves. This is what it looks like when we watch another team, you know, try to scoop the ball before it gets punted. I mean, the world didn't understand what the hell he was doing. Dear Quay, what's, what's going on? How do you push... In this day and age, a trainer, you know, coming off of what Buffalo and Cincinnati did, you know, how? thank you, Green Bay. Thank you for your bonehead 15-yard penalties that results in scores. Thank you. Normally, that is a Lions move. You got the game in hand, and you do something stupid. Okay. Yep, yep. You know, so it looks good when you're on the other side of the beating, you know, we... <laughs> when you're when your brother's getting the one yelled at and not you, you know that's yeah. <laughs> kind of what it felt like, you know, to see Green Bay. But really, people are like, "Well, where's Aaron Rodgers going to be playing next year? Anywhere he wants, you know." But I don't yeah. think he's playing Green Bay. You know, that wasn't. Did you think that was a a, a total Aaron Rodgers game? Actually, I haven't seen a lot of Rodgers this year that looked like Rodgers. But we've Agreed. been through this before. We've been through this before. We've seen him uh, about five years ago. It looked like he was done. Until he got pissed off. And then he says, okay, well, then the hell with it. I'm going to start playing again. But uh, Yeah, but what's it like? Is What's wrong with Green Bay quarterbacks that they him and Brett Favre were always indecisive are you going to be back? Are you going to be back? The reason why that Green Bay is on their knees asking, are you going to be back, is because they, they hold on. They do another Lionesque thing. They hold on to their quarterbacks way past the expiration date. And then when they walk or hurt or get, you know, broke up or something, they have to trot out love. <laughs> you know, they don't ever draft a quarterback in the background because they don't want to make the uh, sitting Green Bay quarterback upset. Okay. That's just their MO. But now you have to find in this draft, and you're going to be drafting somewhere in 18, 19, 20, 21, you know, a quarterback that's going to stay with you guys for a decade and a year. GLTY, good luck to you. Kind of thing. Yeah, the... uh I, I think that when you look around the uh, Lions division, yeah, it's it's pretty, winnable. Pretty, uh, lame. It's lame. Yeah, it's very winnable. Okay, and I keep going back to my uh, remarks that uh, we're past the point of excuses. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to watch, we're going to see, we're going to evaluate them is results. And we're not going to talk about hope. We're not going to, about, going to talk about 
you know, should he be this, should be that. I just produce the results. And we'll sit there and watch, and we will applaud when you do produce, produce mm-hmm. results. Anything short of results, we're just not too interested. Typically agree, well, yeah. But do it consistently. Don't have a one mm-hmm. season where you guys are giddy that you're one, one win over 500. You're one win. You're nine and eight. Mm-hmm. Any other NFL franchise would go, what a crap year. Boy, we really got to buckle down. Over here, they're popping champagne corks. Right, because because why? Because Lions fans have always graded on a curve. Mm-hmm. We suck less this year. Yippee. (laughs) Yeah, but you could imagine what if we didn't have LA's number six pick, people would be screaming. You know? God damn it, why are we picking where are we picking? Twelfth? Sixteen? Eighteenth. Eighteenth. All right. Light pick is eighteenth. So we're drafting six and eighteenth. All right. I've always said what what is the saying I've always it's used. not where is who. It's not where is who. And we got a guy out there now who has been delivering in the draft. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been delivering some pretty damn impressive results. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. We are encouraged by that. But what we will not do is we're not going to run around and talk about, oh, this eliminates us so well. No, yeah. Did you you see that? No, it doesn't. You know what you did on Sunday? It was one small down payment. Mm hmm. Agreed. It's been 60 years of garbage. We don't, you don't sweep that away on one Sunday night. And yeah, there were a lot of ghosts in Lambeau Field. True. Of previous lion humiliations. And, yeah, it's been pretty awful. And, yeah, you did turn the turn the corner. You, I mean, you did turn the tables on them. Finally. Once. Okay? It's been 60 years. We all remember uh, the touchdown pass for the guys, like, nobody near him for, like, 20 yards. Yeah. Okay, we remember that one. Okay, we remember a lot of things. You don't get a free pass now. We aren't grading on a curve. We need to. We need to see you keep doing. Keep bringing it. I agree. There's a lot of crap over the years that we've had shoveled down our throats. Yeah, and so you're absolutely correct. I mean, guys, do this. We took a look at your your season next year. Your schedule. Your away schedule is. Pretty um, rough and tough, Pretty boys. Tough. Yeah, it is. And your home schedule kind of looked like uh, Harbaugh drew it up. Agreed. Yeah, and so you're going to get all kinds of Lion fans feeling good about themselves because you got Chicago, you got Atlanta, you know, you got um, yeah, you Carol- but Carolina is good. I mean, they're they're kind of a mystery team. Why aren't you playing well? You know, if I was playing Arizona, I think I think the thing, I think the thing with uh, Carolina is they're caught in quarterback hell. Yeah. Okay, they have an owner that thinks that 
everything right, the sun rises and falls with the quarterback position. He's constantly whoring out after the quarterback, and he's doing a very lion-esque thing Mm -hmm. because he sees a quarterback that he wants, nice shiny little toy, and he picks up the phone and says, bring him here. And when the thing blows up, the owner says, why the hell did you bring him here? You're fired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they could have had Watson, you know. Boy, it's like, well, you know, how many years? See, here's the thing, that, and, and here's something that you said a couple of years ago, too, Kenny, is like, Lions have a nine and eight year. They don't have to go back to Cadwell all the way now to go, well, here, you know, at least he won nine games and you fired him. All right, so now Lions eight won nine games, so now fire this guy. Okay, next. Also, you know, it, it's like, show me in a couple of years, this this whole, you know, you won nine games and next year we got the momentum and next year we got the fight. They're a young, hungry team and all that stuff. All it takes is look at your one in six beginning. It takes two injuries to knock it out. It takes rag out to go away, you know, and it doesn't say that, you know, wrecking ball Williams is going to have another year like he had this year. I mean, celebrate yeah. it now, boy. You, you absolutely, positively, boys, you absolutely, you know, you get a tip of the hat for doing one game over 500. Yay, you! You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the kid who actually shits in the pot and flushes for the first time. Yay! <laughs> You know, what a day this is. Wow, they really turned the corner now. Now he's a big boy. All right. Yeah. You're nine and eight. You won one game over 500. You know, again, if you're in in Kansas City, you'd be thrown out on your ear. That's a bad year for you. You know? But for us, we didn't even get to a playoff. You know? We didn't even get to a playoff, and everybody was like, get the tickets ready. Okay. They're enjoyable. Huh. They're they're fun to watch and stuff like that. And it's it's cute that we're finally winning. We are finally winning, but nowhere near is there a bus on the Lion Express yet to be warmed up. Let them do it a couple of times, and or who's to say? I mean, how many more uh, years does St. Raymond have on his uh, his stuff? You know. How many more? Uh, who? How many? How many more of all your receivers? How many still have their own? Um, uh, have their own uh, um, contract how for how many, many more right years? Here? Yeah, uh, before they can walk away. Deal? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, they're. Uh, go ahead. No, I mean, that's kind of, I'm thinking, all it takes is for these people to say, all right, so let's say Jamal Williams. All right, so he breaks Barry, Barry Sanders' record. Okay, yay. And he acts like this little goofball guy with Pokemon. Yay, okay, what a cute character this is. Okay, so who is say that, A, he has another, because now people are looking for him, you know? Okay, who's to say he has another year like he's got this year? I give you Orange Pop. You know, mm-hmm. and who's to say that they don't go, you know what, this is nice, but Oakland is offering me 20 million more. See ya! And then yeah. that brings you all the way back to where? 
Interesting, yeah. so isn't it? What you have to do, again, is you have to go into this offseason with a plan. I do believe that uh, Mr. Holmes will have a plan, and you need to execute the plan. But what it doesn't mean is that there's a guarantee. And we've seen it time and time again. And, and in fact, in Lions history, people still wail and complain about some of the bad breaks that the team had. Remember the one year where we had this offensive lineman who was out gardening and a truck ran him over? Yeah, right, yeah. See, No guarantee? No guarantees. I guarantee you, you're you're right. Hmm? You're absolutely right. That's what you have to do. You have to go out and you have to keep doing it. You have to continue to build the team. You have to continue to build your roster. Okay? What you've done up till now is nice, but it's also done. Yeah, true. Yeah. And and that's all you get too. You know, weird, isn't it? So all right, talking about weird and stuff. Uh, you know, when we're looking at teams that are building for success, I mean, who can argue with the moves that the Detroit Tigers have made? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going, too. You look at the uh, the stunning haul that they got from their two-time All-Star closer. <laughs> Wasn't that impressive? Yeah, like, no. Yeah. I'm looking at it going, you got all of that yeah. for just a for just a two time all star closer. Yeah, that's how did that all, work that, out? You got that much for him? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Yeah. But but look at what you got too, man. I mean, it is phenomenal too, isn't it? I just yeah, uh, it tells you Tells you what the rest of the league thought about your two-time All-Star closer, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And and that to me was like, eh, I'm okay, fine. <clears throat> yeah, all right. But I mean, but hey, you know, you picked up three guys that have you know hit two sixty or two fifty. Yeah. Ooh, but the one guy's okay. supposed to be pretty fast, so he can actually like. Run around the bases with two sixty. Yeah, when he gets on, yeah. Huh. Ooh, okay. The other guy, he's really good defensively. He can actually like catch the ball in center field. <laughs> ooh, 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 can't wait to see that. And then what happens? You're right. That's amazing, isn't oh, it? Oh Lord, yeah. Uh, yeah, not not impressed, but boy, oh boy, at least you got rid of your closer who was, you know, throwing more gopher balls than anything else. And, okay, then we throw away, you know, the kid that was trying really hard. All right, Cody, it's been real. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, he, he sure sure made an impact, didn't he? Yeah, I did. See you later. Yeah, I mean, you played hard, kid. What a great rookie. But if you couldn't break this lineup, okay, fine. But he could pitch. Yeah. But, you know, it, John, it comes down to this again. We have these franchises in this town, and they're owned by guys who, they don't have the high standards that the Detroit sports authorities have. That is true. 
as long as long as you have somebody running the team that is willing to kiss your ass, and you can sit there and you can count the money rolling in from the suckers, life is good. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason to fire this guy. You know, remember what Mike, what that, not Mike Illich, but Chris Illich told us what? about uh, Avila. We're making progress. <laughs> We're making progress. You're making nothing and liking it. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? Look at all this progress. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And then two months later, well, we relieved him of his duties. Well, what about the progress? Well, it was there, and then I guess it wasn't. Who knew? Yeah, it's just, it, it was insane for us, and, and we're kind of going, no, thank you, we, we appreciate none of that for you. So, And again, it comes back to this. You're willing to accept this crap. You are willing to have the shit shoveled down your throat. Because why? Because we got to support the boys. Yeah, they're the home team. That's why fans never quit. Fans never give up. Because fans, then you're a sucker. You're not a fan. And the other night, you got a little taste of it. Tasted pretty good, didn't it? Yeah. Where the hell's it been? That's the crack cocaine, man. Because now, so now you can also do if they have a down year, if the Lions have a down year next year, you can say, "Oh, well, remember 2022, man? You know, we were that good, so you know, just a little bump of the road, but well, you know, we're going to be back, you know." And that's what happened again. I give you Spider-Man Allen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's a team that had Barry on it couldn't win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, but we don't live in the past. We live in the present. Okay. Do it for, you know, if you're going to give every manager who's crap three years to prove themselves, and you know at the end of the three years they're still going to be junk, you know, give me three years as a fan for you to prove to me that, you know, you can get the loyalty from us because you actually win. You're actually worth my time to invest, you know, and my money to invest to give to a millionaire. Okay. You got three yeah, years. Well, Prove it. But what do we hear? We heard it over and over and over again over the years. The Fords want to win. Yeah, they, they just, just don't know how. They don't know how. Yeah. Okay. People accepted that. It's weird, ain't it? What do you mean you don't know how to win? What the hell is that supposed to mean? I agree, man. I absolutely positively agree. Okay. All right. Talking about winning, we uh, a couple of minutes here. What didn't we talk about? What didn't we talk about? You didn't talk about the Detroit Pistons. As long as we're talking about a team that is uh, incapable of winning, <laughs> there you go. But they're at least tanking <laughs> correctly. Yeah, go. You know, it looks like the Red Wings actually kind of want to win. The Pistons, <laughs> You with the with the popcorn fender. Come on down. See if you can shoot a three. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean that that to me is just like, oh yeah, that's right. There's a basketball team in this town. Yeah. Okay. Great. You know, poor guys. Take your money and run. Talk about people that want I seventy five eyes. You know, they're looking at yeah. the schedule, going, can't this be March already? Please, oh please. 
Well, just just think about this. We actually had a couple of months there where we had a football team that was actually worth watching. True. The games were fun. True. And they were generally competitive. And now we got a long, cold winter ahead of us. And after that, a long, cold summer. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, you know, you don't kind of, you think the Red Wings will squeak into the playoffs, and if they do, that'll be helpful because, you know, the Tigers will be doing nothing, the Pistons will be doing nothing. Even if Detroit goes first round and out, you know, at least it gives something. Then people will be going, see, all the Detroit teams are going back up now again. See? Yeah, okay, maybe. You know, I mean, you've been in the bottom for so long. I don't hold a lot of hope for the Red Wings this year. They're uh, up and down, but a lot more down than up lately. So. Yeah, and we don't know why that is. And it's like, but I mean, really, way to go, uh, Eisenman. Talk about having the cajones to, like, send the guy on waivers. You know, you're a great, uh, you know, sharpshooter and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I'm going to try to get your attention here, son. You know, we can send yeah, you out yeah. to the Kranken if you really wanted to. Okay. <laughs> no, but nobody wants to go to the cranking. No, and so the funny thing was that I think it got his attention, or did it, or do you package them away and say, you know, because really there's going to be a lot of playoff teams that are going to want a sharpshooter. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he, uh, I guess he removed anything Red Wing off of his social media after they put him on waivers. It's like, really. You're due five million bucks. How can we buy you out? How can we ship you out for a third rounder? You know the kid's got yeah. talent. He must. I wonder if he's just some kind of of space case. Yeah, I don't know because he. Uh, ever since he got here, he's spent more time off the ice than on. True that. Yeah, injuries and everything that went on this time. I mean, yeah. how bad off are you? You know, I mean, to be in, um, but you got to go to rehab. But then again, at every particular time, you can't beat the guy up because that took, you know, everybody else could say, I got this handle that's cool. I don't need any problem. But say, yeah, yeah, you know what? Mm, I should mm-hmm. get myself cleaned up. But you got yourself cleaned up and then you pissed off, Eisenman? Okay, good yeah. idea. Yeah, they sent him down to uh, Grand Rapids for a... Uh Conditioning for a rehab stint, and last time I checked, he was a minus six. Yeah, and so I think he got the rust off you already. You know, I mean, there, there was one talk today in the office. It was like, well, maybe whatever he was on got him to be a good, better player. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Probert. You know, Probert evidently yeah. took a little bit of the grape now and then, and what a fighter he was. Yeah, okay. no kidding. But now he's becoming legendary status. All right, talking about legendary status, we got to fly, my good man. All right, let's see. We talked about everything. Did we talk about NASCAR? No. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenny, we'll see you next week. Very good. All right, so let's do the closing. So thanks a lot for being with us today. You can find us at any podcast uh, establishment that has 
the finer upscale broadca- broadcasts like ours. You can find us on iTunes or in Pandora and Spotify and uh, iHeart and all that other stuff. Okay. So, for the Super CPA, Ken Pocket and myself, we'll see you again next week on the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye! Bye. (laughs) Thanks, Ken. All right, kiddies. That's it. We're out of here. We'll see you next week.